Welcome, Welcome to the Author Factor Podcast, the show for profitable insights and tips with business owners, entrepreneurs, and CEOs who use their nonfiction book to create the ultimate competitive advantage and grow their business. Grow their business. Grow their business. Here's your host, Amazon best-selling author and book publishing coach, Mike Capuzzi. Welcome to another profitable episode of the Author Factor Podcast. I'm Mike Capuzzi, and I want to thank you for joining us. My guest today is Magda Kay. Magda is an intimacy expert, certified tantra teacher, speaker, and author on a mission to help individuals around the world experience more love, pleasure, and intimacy. She is the founder of the School of Intimacy, an online academy that teaches people essential skills for building happy, passionate relationships with others and themselves. Magda is the author of the new book, No More Faking It, A Woman's Guide to Getting the Love, Pleasure, and Fulfillment She Deeply Desires. Magda, welcome to the Author Factor Podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. I was asking where you're calling in from. Uh, why don't you share with the audience where, where are you located? Right? I know you're, you're sort of nomadic, but you're from... So I'm from Poland, so I am right now in Europe. And yes, I've been a nomad for more than half of my life. Um, I literally just came back from Bali. So I moved out of Bali. I know I'm crazy. I moved back <laughs> from Bali to Poland. <laughs> it seems, yeah, it does seem backwards. <laughs> yes, but I feel I'm ready. I spent over 10 years in Asia and I feel like it's good to be back in Europe. Very interesting. So I will say we're close to 200 episodes of this podcast and you are the first intimacy expert. So when I saw your, your bio and your, your new book, I thought, what, you know, it's, it's a, you know, definitely a unique topic. You know, I've done some research on you, so I love what you're doing. So Magda, why don't you tell our audience a bit more about who you are, you know, what your business is about, your online academy and all that good stuff, and, and who you serve. So yes, I love the fact that I am the first intimacy coach on your podcast. <laughs> and honestly, you know how you often ask people, hey, so what do you do? And it feels like such an innocent question. Well, when I answer this question, it doesn't feel innocent. And always people just look at me like, whoa, what, what is it? <laughs> so intimacy coaching, it's basically about helping people have really good relationships. Now, this is, of course, romantic relationships. But all of that really starts with our ability to be intimate with ourselves, with life, and with other people. So I'm not a dating coach. I'm not a sex coach. I'm talking about this more subtle part of our life that really allows us to feel the depth of human experience. So what I really help people experience is exactly it's deeper love, deeper satisfaction, deeper connection. And so many people, you know, you probably maybe even felt it yourself when you're just like, I don't know what it is, but it's just like, it feels superficial. So I help people break through this level so they can really go deep and truly connect. So this is the work that I do for everyone. So couples, singles, and all forms of relationships, men and women, all ages. And I think that's one of the best parts of my work because everyone has an intimate life. So I get to work with everyone. <laughs> and I, I've got to believe, Magda, in this day and age where social media has really, I think, probably decrease the intimacy, if you will, in relationships, at least in my own opinion. I mean, I've got to believe what you're doing is not only profound and powerful, but also really needed. 
Thank you so much for saying this. I will not lie. It's not always easy because being an intimacy coach or a tantra teacher gets you censored quite often. Mm. So I've had difficulties of, you know, being blocked by Instagram, um, like, you know, using the email service provider, getting blocked by them. So unfortunately, it's not the easiest thing these days, but I fully agree with you. I think it's very needed. And yes, I have the same opinion. Like you said, I think people have a more intimate relationship with their phone than maybe another <laughs> human being. Um, and it definitely impacts actually our skills of being vulnerable. Like if you think about it, social media is all about creating a fake perfect persona, which is literally the opposite of what intimacy is. And we see this, you know, dating Dating is really hard these days and apps are not actually making it easier. So I do believe it's very, very important. And I honestly feel extremely honored that I get to do this work. And anytime, you know, when I work with people and I see the transformation, I see their heart opening. It's just, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to witness. Um, I really believe that love is the answer to most of our problems. Yeah. Listen, I don't disagree with you at all. I, I think and you're, and you're talking fundamental, true love, right? We're not talking about, you know, the, the, the excitement of just, you know, meeting someone for the first time and that's the love that, you know, you think you have. But that true, you know, matter of fact, my wife and I, we just said yesterday, I remember the date. It was 30 years yesterday that I first started dating her. It was our anniversary of our first date it was 30 years of, uh, yesterday. That's amazing and, and big, big, big congratulations. Yeah, we're not, we're going to be, you know, a couple of years before we hit 30 years for marriage, but, uh, it's in, in, you know, it's not easy, obviously, and everyone has their challenges. I've got two college-age daughters. One's in a relationship. One's kind of in a relationship, and I, I hear all the time the frustrations that they experience, and it's so. I, I digress. That's why I wanted to bring you on here because I do believe it's important, and it's a shame that you're doing legitimate work and legitimately helping people, but because of the topic, it, it, you know, it gets banned. So let's talk about your book. No more faking it. So it's, is that though, is that a hundred percent written for just women? So I'll tell you one thing. I actually have had men buy the book, very curious. And, and I was like, I, I, I thought that the cover quite clearly communicates for women. And it even says it's a woman's guide. And yet I, I've had men buy it. And I've had men buy it even after I told them that the book is for women. <laughs> So um, I'll tell you this, if any man wants to read it, absolutely, you're welcome. What I talk about in the book is four power centers. Now, we all have these power centers in our body, but as men, you also have these four power centers. So if, if a man really wants to read it, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> Very good. Or at least buy as a gift, I suppose. So let's, let's dive into the book a bit more. Uh, obviously, if someone's interested in this topic, we want to encourage them to buy a copy and, and learn more about you and your philosophy on all of this. But Magda, at a high level, are there some tips or ideas that you can share? I mean, you've already sort of alluded to it, but why your book could help someone or you know, what someone might be feeling where your book could be a solution for them? Absolutely. So this is also why I chose to focus the book on women. So something that I have found to be true for me and speaking to other women, I'm not the only one. As women, we are masters of enduring things. So, you know, something happens that we don't like and instead of expressing the boundary, we just kind of smile and let it go. And it's been like this for generations. And as women, we're kind of used to that, well, 
to get something I want, I have to, you know, just let go of things that piss me off and annoy me and disrespect me because that's just life. And so ultimately what this book is about is a system that allows you to change this pattern. So we assume that we're not going to have things exactly the way we want them. And what I'm telling you is that there is a way to actually know what it is that you truly need in any single situation so that when you decide to do something, you are actually in full alignment. And this is extremely important when it comes to our intimate life. Because anytime a woman is intimate with a man and it's not something that she actually wants or it doesn't feel good in her body, it's actually a form of self-abuse. It impacts our self-esteem. And for women, it also impacts our ability to have an orgasm and feel pleasure. And majority of women actually do not experience orgasm during sex with a partner. And the fact that we are not having the experience that we truly want is one of the reasons. So the whole point of the book is to empower women to, you know, before saying yes to something, just ask a few questions yourself, to yourself, to these four power centers, and they will tell you what needs to be just sometimes slightly adjusted so it actually feels true, respectful, and in alignment to you. So Magda, that's that's all very interesting, and, and it kind of makes me think, now, is your book a, just the starting point for like your coaching and your online program or can a reader get, you know, what she or he, you know, needs from it? Is it, is it you know, a, a complete package or is it just more leading to what, you, what else you're doing? So everything you need to work with these four power centers, which is at the core of the book, is in the book. So I'm sharing exactly what these power centers are, what they want, because sometimes they can also trick you. So exactly how they operate. And you're getting practices from me to start connecting to those centers and then talk to them. And there are free resources for anyone who has the book. So you can just sign up online. And you're also going to get audio versions of these meditations. So then you can just listen to it um, and do the practice on your own. And really, if you follow the few steps that I have in the book, you can use the method on your own. It can be like five minutes for, you know, anytime you need this. So this book gives you everything you need to be able to use the method. Very good. So let's talk more about the book. As of this recording, the book is just a few months old. Is that correct? If I remember correctly? Yes, it came out on May 25th. Oh. All right. Well, congratulations. First book, correct? Yes. Thank you so much. That's awesome. So I love, I love interviewing first-time authors. So let's talk a little bit about your author journey, Magda. And, you know, why, you know, why did you even decide to write a book? Like, why a book? Well, to be honest, I made my first attempt at writing when I was 17. And I was actually doing a high school exchange in the U.S., I also write about it in the book and I started writing sort of a memoir at that time. And since then I've made a few other approaches at writing something. So I think writing a book was, was an idea present in me for many, many years. Um, now it took about 20 years to have my first book finally published. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, you know what, uh, to be honest, I would often go into meditation to check, where to take my business, how to expand it. And for the last few years, I've been getting the message that 
the channel that I need to use to spread my information is also books. And it's not just one book. I want to have a series of books. So it was my intention that each of the books is very simple to understand because sometimes you can, you know, put everything in a book and then it gets very complicated and confusing. I wanted my books to be simple so the information can really lend and be integrated. Um, yeah. And just to be honest, three years ago, <laughs> I decided it's, it's time to do it. Yeah. It's time to do it. And here it is. Very good. I can definitely see, you know, with your your background, your personality, all that. I think a book and a series of books is a great pathway for you. And you, I know you self-published the first one, and who knows, maybe in the future, you know, a, a big-time publisher could even, you know, catch wind of this. That would be amazing. Right, right. So the book is just a few months old. What are you doing, Magda, to get it out there? And again, now you fight that that issue of the topic potentially being banned, as you said, but uh, can you share, you know, one or two of the promotional and marketing strategies you're using? So I love speaking uh, at events. I love being on stage. Um, in fact, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an actress. And I think now I found a way to bridge <laughs> all of this into one, but I really love giving talks and giving workshops. This is really the place where I thrive the most. So what I'm focusing on right now is um, joining different events, different conferences, um, workshops, teach, and also mention the book. Um, so I got already a chance to, you know, um, now that I'm back in Europe, I had a chance to be at some of those events. But I would say this is one of the big things, podcast interviews as well. Um, and, you know, I my, my business is an online business. So that's my background, digital marketing. So of course, I'm also playing with ads promoting it mostly to my tribe. I just got a photo shoot with my book. So I have more assets to promote it as well. Um, so this is this is what I'm focusing on right now. Uh, so it's mostly speaking gigs and events. Podcasting, I would think, would be a great opportunity for you. And I'm sure you're, you're doing plenty of podcasts. So you wrote the first book. You, there's more books in the future. Magda, is there anything you learned with that first book, either during the writing, the publishing, promotional part um, that you, you, you know, kind of figured out, okay, next time I do this, I'm not going to make that mistake or I'm going to do it a little differently. Is there any one particular thing that comes to mind? You know, it's actually something that came to me some time ago and I did spend a bit of time actually sitting with this and really understanding it because um, it was a big insight for me. And it's that writing a book is a much smaller thing that I thought. And at the same time, it's much bigger. Now, let me explain what I mean by this. Um, you know, like we spoke, I tried writing a book before and I sat down to write this one specifically three years ago. And, you know, I wanted to have a book like forever and it just always felt like such a huge task. And now that the book is out, I'm realizing that it wasn't such a scary, crazy, difficult thing to do. It's way more doable than I thought it was. And I think I waited so long with publishing this book because I just thought that it's like, I don't know, it's like publishing a book. It's almost like getting an Oscar. Like I, I was just like, you know, <laughs> definitely making it way bigger in my mind than it actually is. But at the same time, I'm also saying it's bigger than I thought because I was always focusing on the first part, which is the writing. And what I'm seeing is that there are three parts to having a book. So the first one is the writing. The second one is all the admin stuff, 
right? Like the layouts, uh, uploading it to all the websites. So it's available. I will not lie. You probably know from experience. This is, <laughs> oh my goodness. This is hours and hours of very tedious, mm. you know, online bureaucracy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third part is the promotion and marketing. So when I set to publish this book, I was focusing on the first part, right? Basically write it down. Then I knew I'll have to come up with a title and the cover. But I think that's kind of all that I was thinking about. Um, so now that I think about the future books, I'm aware that writing is going to be the easiest part. And so I want to dedicate more resources like money and time to the third part. And to be honest, I feel like now I also see you know, maybe the importance of um, launch events. And also the book um, went live when I was in Bali. So I didn't even have a physical book with me because things don't necessarily arrive in Bali. <laughs> so so there was definitely, you know, some difficulties with that. Like I got the photo shoot done only recently. So about, you know, um, a couple of months after the launch. So I'm seeing now that before I decide to publish the second book, I need a full marketing plan like to know exactly few months before what exactly I'm doing and not be figuring things out while I'm already doing it. Yeah, Magda, it's a huge revelation. It's a huge insight. Congratulations. I say it all the time on the podcast for my clients that honestly, writing the book is the easy part. It's like yes. you're saying, uh, it's and even designing and all that's the easy part. It is the use of it, getting it out there because if no one knows about it, it's not going to help anybody. I just interviewed a gentleman. Now he did. He worked with a publisher. He's an experienced author, and he his goal for this new book, which just launched, I think, a week or two ago, was New York Times, Wall Street Journal number one bestseller. Like he he was putting six figures behind it to do this promotion. He started a year ago, a year before he knew that book was going to be live. With the relationships, with all this effort, I haven't heard if it, he hit number one yet, but. It was an amazing uh, task ahead of him. And he was you know, a young guy that was just dedicated to making it happen. So your insight is very valuable and it will definitely help you as you go forward. So congratulations on that. And also what you said, I think I also didn't fully understand how expensive it is to launch a book. And exactly, if you want, if you want it done properly and if you want all the PR and promo it is really an investment it's it's not a challenge at all to write a book and publish it on Amazon it's everything that comes after like you said just having a book that no one knows about you know it's not that we want people to read it we we we, we write it for people so making sure that people get it yeah you got you gotta invest money in it so Magda this has been awesome I love the energy. I love the wisdom you brought to this episode. So I'd love to just wrap up by asking my traditional question about what it means for you to now be a first-time book author. Like, what does it mean to Magda Kay to now be a published book author? I consider myself almost like a, a more legit adult, I would say, <laughs> as in I accomplished something big. Um, you know, I have my own business. So it's very easy to have goals and then just kind of maybe don't do something and postpone it. And this was a big goal and I have done it. So it's how I look at myself. I am someone who makes things happen. So for me, the biggest difference in how I look at myself is this. Hey, I did it. If I could publish a book, 
I can do everything else that I have on my vision board for my business and my life. That's awesome, Magda. So how can our listeners learn more about you? Where can, where's the best place to get your book? And if they want to learn more about your online coaching program? So the book is available, of course, on Amazon, and you can get the Kindle, all the digital forums, print, and audiobook. Um, and the digital version is also available on all major online retailers. Uh, if you would like to learn more and connect with me and dive into more conversation about intimacy, the best place is my YouTube channel, Magda K, or my Instagram, Magda K Official. Everyone makes fun of the Magda K Official, <laughs> but now it's too late to change it. So it is the official Magda K on Instagram. And I would also invite you to check out my website, magdak.com, if you're interested in working with me and learning a bit more of other services that I have. So these will be the best three places to dive deeper. Very good. Well, Magda, again, congratulations on the first book. It'll be interesting to see the, the series that comes out. And I wish you much success. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. And to my listeners, thank you. And if you found this podcast helpful, please help me grow by sharing with your network and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Till next time, this is Mike Capuzzi. Thank you for listening to the Author Factor Podcast. To learn more about Mike's unique short book publishing opportunities, please visit bitesizedbooks.com.